Welcome to Kids Considered, where two pediatricians discuss children's health topics of interest to parents in a podcast with new subjects considered every episode. I'm Dr. Lena Rostein. And I'm Dr. Dean Blumberg. And we're both pediatricians at UC Davis Children's Hospital in Sacramento, California. And that leads us to today's topic. Hi, my name is Emma, and I just started working as a nanny for these two little children. My mom told me that the children are not allowed to have fruit juice because she swears that it is awful for you. But when I grew up, I had fruit juice almost every day for lunch. Even if it is 100% juice, then what's the problem? Isn't it like eating fruit, which we know is good for you? Thank you so much, and let me know what your take on juice is. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with I'm with like Emma. I think fruit juice. Everybody knows that fruit juice is great. It's fruit, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, yeah, fruit is good for you, right? Fruits and vegetables are important for a healthy diet. And then fruit juice is good for you too, Maybe right? Maybe not so much. Why not? Well, let's start with what's in fruit juice. Okay. So I don't know the answers to all the questions, but I know this. All right. What is what is in fruit juice? Well, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or nuclear physicist mm-hmm. to answer that. So fruit and i don't know it's fruit juice it's made out of fruit right (laughs) all right let's take a step back and talk more about fruit juice and fruit okay so what am i missing a lot (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) so let's take a closer look at fruit juice okay so there may be some seriously bad consequences for children that drink too much fruit juice like what like obesity and tooth decay. Why why would this why would fruit juice cause those? Well, before we answer this, let's take a look at fruit in general. Okay. So what makes fruit so desirable? Why do we love to eat fruit? Cuz it tastes good. And what kind of fruit tastes the best? Well, Dr. Lena, I think that's kind of a personal issue, right? I mean, it depends on your personal preference. Okay, I wasn't clear with the way I phrased the question. Okay. What I mean is, if you had to choice between a ripe or an unripe peach, which would you choose to eat? So, I think, again, this seems like a pretty easy question. (laughs) I I would choose the ripe one. because why, why, why? why? Because it would taste better. But what makes it taste different from an unripe peach? Because it's sweeter. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, in general, ripe fruit is sweeter fruit, and right? And sweeter means... That it tastes better. Well... So, because it's sweeter, because it has more sugar mm-hmm, content, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. That's what gives it the sweet taste. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. But too much sugar isn't healthy, right? Right. So, too much sugar isn't healthy, and so... You're saying that the main concern with children drinking fruit juice is... This may result in too much sugar consumption. And too much sugar could lead to increased risk of obesity. And cavities and tooth decay. Okay, so is fruit the only ingredient in fruit juice? It may be. Some are pure fruit juices. And what other kinds are there? There are fruit beverages or fruit cocktails. And what's in these that's not in pure fruit juice? Typically even more added sugar and preservatives. And the sugar makes it sweeter? Mm Mm-hmm. And what are the other additives? They may be added flavors, food coloring such as dye, or other additives. And then wasn't there something recently in the news in January from about something else that was in fruit juice? You're talking about the thing, the email I just got on Uh the way over this morning? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So as we were driving over, I told Dr. Dean that I got an email um, 
from the American Academy of Pediatrics. I'm pulling it up on my phone, and it says the leading thing says many fruit juices may include lead and other metals, consumer reports find. Well, that could be dangerous, right? Very dangerous. You know, we've seen, we've kind of talked about some of these things more so with food additives mm-hmm. um, in our previous episodes, but um, any of these, you know, metals can cause um, neurodevelopmental um, problems in kids when they're exposed. So this this said that um, they took samples from 24 national store and private label brands and um, tested 45 juices of all different flavors. Um, and they found that many of them had elevated levels of lead. Wow. So that's a real concern. And we know that lead really has some really bad adverse effects on, yeah. on kids. But the main thing that we are talking about is sugar. Okay. But what if parents look for 100% juice and it's all natural and there's no sugar added? So that should be healthy, right? Not necessarily. And why not? Because it still may be a concentrated source of sugar for kids. So how much sugar? I mean, is it really significant? It is significant. Okay, so let's give an example. Okay. So in one popular apple juice brand... And you're not naming no, the not, brand. I'm not going to name the brand. <laughs> okay, good move. So in a juice box that's just a little bit more than four ounces... So that's a little bit more than half a cup. Yep. That contains 14 grams of sugar. Okay, so I don't really have a context for that. Is that a lot? You're not a baker? Uh, well, I don't measure by grams. Let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You need a scale for that. So that's like... Three teaspoons worth of sugar. Really? Yeah. So that's three teaspoons in a juice box seems like a lot. It is a lot. Let me give you another example. Okay. So in one six-ounce juice box of another popular orange juice. No brand names here. Okay. um, But it's still less than a cup of orange juice. No sugar added. Mm -hmm. But it contains 18 grams of sugar. So that's about four teaspoons? Yeah, a little bit more than that, actually. That's incredible. So how does that compare to like a can of soda? It, when we're talking about just sugar, it's actually about the same if you adjust for the volume. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Although for soda, it's obviously right, all it's added, added sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The juices I'm talking about are 100% juice, no added sugar. So then this could lead to obesity or tooth decay that we mentioned earlier by increasing sugar consumption. Yeah, that's right. So why is whole fruit better than juice? Yeah, this is a good point. Whole fruit also provides fiber, mostly in the form of the skin or the pulp. So fiber we usually associate with like regular bowel movements, right? (laughs) Yep, that's one benefit, but it also decreases the risk of colon cancer. And that's clearly important. And lowers your cholesterol and helps control your blood sugar. Wow, so a high-fiber diet basically helps you live longer. Yeah, studies do suggest this. Wow, any other advantages? Whole fruit provides other nutrients that are not in fruit juice. Like what? It contains some vitamins that don't make it into the juice. How does this happen? Well, some nutrients that are in the edible fruit skins and the pulp um, are removed with some of the juicing processes when they take those things out. Hmm. So what kind of nutrients are we talking about? Carotenoids and flavonoids are two big ones. Okay, so you're going to have to explain (laughs) the benefits of these. Yeah, I love when you make me pronounce these chemicals. (laughs) Phytochemicals are their description. Mm -hmm. And carotenoids are important for the immune system, specifically eye health and cardiovascular health. So carotenoids, that sounds like carrots. And like we know that, his, you know, classically carrot consumption is supposed to be good for eyesight, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that protects against, and cardiovascular health, so that protects against heart disease. And cancer. So that's obviously important. And what about the flavonoids? 
Those protect against cardiovascular disease, again, so heart and protects against development of cancer. Mm-hmm. And flavonoids are anti-inflammatory. So that's good, too. So I'm convinced that whole fruit is healthier wow. than fruit juice. Good. I'm glad. Okay. So anything else? Whole fruit obviously takes longer to eat. So it takes longer to eat an apple than suck down a four-ounce juice mm-hmm. pack. And that's good because? It will slow down calorie intake. I see. And so that'll decrease the risk of obesity. Right. Are there any other nutritional concerns with fruit juice? Yeah, so drinking fruit juice may end up replacing other more beneficial liquids. So what do you mean? So for babies younger than six months, fruit juice would replace breast milk or formula. And these clearly provide more nutritional benefits than fruit juice. Yeah, much more. And in the case of breast milk... We've talked about this over and over, but has a whole host of nutritional benefits compared to fruit juice. And just to name a few... Higher IQ, better immune system... And we could really go on and on about the amazing benefits of breastfeeding. But absolutely, so no fruit juice for babies. Got it. What about for older infants? Even when they start on solids, which is recommended around six months of age, Mm -hmm. mashed or pureed foods are actually more nutritious than fruit juice. So why are there concerns about obesity related to fruit juice, but I don't hear the same outcry over whole fruit? Well, fruit juice has a more concentrated sugar and calories when compared to whole fruits. So drinking fruit juice actually increases sugar and caloric intake. Yeah, and of course, then this can lead to risk of inappropriate weight gain. And even obesity. Right. And so we should mention that obesity in and of itself is one concern. Right, but obesity is associated with increased risk of high blood pressure. Hypertension. Mm-hmm, and heart disease. Strokes and diabetes. And a whole bunch of other negative health outcomes later in life. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me more about how fruit juice increases the risk of tooth decay? Yeah, so sugar in fruit juice is converted by bacteria that live in our mouth to acid. And then the acid eats away at teeth. Right, and this is what causes cavities. What if you dilute the juice? I feel like parents ask me about this all the time or say that they do it like half water, half juice. Mm -hmm. Um, But even diluted juice can increase the risk of cavities. Okay. And it's very important never to put your child to bed with a bottle of juice, or really milk for that matter. And why why is that? Because as they kind of just leave the bottle in their mouth, it leaves the teeth coated with fruit juice and coated with sugar. Mm-hmm. And then this just feeds the bacteria. And that causes tooth decay. Mm-hmm. So the bacteria multiply and produce acid. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that hurts. Another trap to avoid is fruit juice in sippy cups. But sippy cups are great. They minimize spills and messes. They're they're neater, right? They, they are great. And I know parents are going to be like, <gasps> no, not the sippy cup. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, they're great for a lot of reasons. So what's the problem then? <laughs> <laughs> sippy cups make it easier to drink juice like consistently throughout the day. So then the kids are just walking around with the sippy cup sucking down juice. Right. And right, then this right. decreases healthier food intake. Right. Okay, so are there any groups of children that may be particularly impacted by fruit juice? Right, we've been just talking about children in general. Right. But the negative impacts of fruit juice will have a more pronounced effect in overweight or obese children. Because the concentrated sugar leads to increased caloric consumption. Yeah, so if I have kids that come to clinic that are like tracking off the growth curve, you know, Uh they're overweight and and the parents really want to lose weight, Mm -hmm. this is kind of the first thing I talk to them about. Even, you know, juice, I say, stop, take the juice out. Mm -hmm. If it's older kids, I say, you know, stop the juice, stop the energy drinks or the sugary, sometimes they're really drinking like sugary drinks, Mm -hmm. like caramel mocha frappuccino or something (laughs) like that. Uh But, you know, it can, even just by decreasing, cutting that out, you can see kind of a dramatic effect. Mm -hmm. 
But that sounds pretty hard because if a child likes fruit juice, it seems like it's going to be a real challenge to cut back on it. Right. If they're used to these sweet drinks and juices from the beginning, they are going to want them more. How do you recommend parents deal with this? The easiest way is just practicing this healthy diet from the very start. So that they're not used to sweet drinks. Right. And if they're thirsty? There is a wonderful drink that I recommend that really quenches thirst. Really? What's that? Water. Oh, yeah, of course, (laughs) water. So if kids get used to drinking water regularly, then they will be less in the habit of asking for juice when they're older. What about milk as an alternative to fruit juice? Yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot to talk about with milk, and maybe we should delve into it more on a future episode. Okay, but maybe just a short version. Okay, brief. We can Mm -hmm. do it briefly. Okay, so exclusive breastfeeding is recommended until six months of age. Right, and then continuing breastfeeding for up to 12 months or as long as the mom and child wish to continue is totally recommended. Mm -hmm. And then for one-year-olds? Milk can provide a good juice alternative that has nutrients and also hydrates. And how much? Well, that can be tricky because, you know, too much milk has been shown to cause other issues. So Mm -hmm. in our clinic and in general pediatrics, you see a lot of iron deficiency anemia from kids drinking too much milk. So too much milk is associated with anemia. Mm -hmm, Because the calcium doesn't allow for them to absorb iron as well and can actually make them lose iron more through their gut. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really just for kids ages one to two, we just recommend one serving of milk per day. Okay. And a serving is... A cup, right? Right, like eight ounces. And what kind of milk? Because there's so many choices. I know there's a lot. So actually, at this age, we recommend whole milk. Mm-hmm. Um, or reduced fat, but mostly I recommend whole milk. And reduced fat is um, 2%? 2%. Okay. Yep. And then older children? Well, children ages two and up can have two servings of milk per day. So that's 16 ounces? ounces? Yeah, and I say that's a good recommendation. I tell them never to not go over 24 ounces usually in clinic. So 16 ounces is perfect. If mm-hmm. you can stay to that, try and limit your kid to no more than 24. Mm-hmm. And then this should be um, what kind of milk? Low-fat milk at this point. And that's 1%? Yep, or fat-free. That's 0%? <laughs> you don't technically see usually see that advertised at the grocery store, but that's right. (laughs) Okay. And for teens? Yeah, you can go up to three servings per day for teens. Okay. So there's one more thing that I'd like to bring up about fruit juice. Just one thing? I think so. Okay. What's that? So you know what my main job is, right? Yeah, you're the cynic. Uh-huh. <laughs> what else? <laughs> but on your during your day job, you are a pediatric infectious disease specialist. Right. And so I've seen some serious infections due to fruit juice. All right. What kinds of infections? So mostly it's gastrointestinal infections. Mm, interesting. So like, you know, upset stomach diarrhea or what kinds of things? Yeah. So unpasteurized juice products may contain pathogens like E. coli, salmonella, or parasites such as cryptosporidium. Those are some long names, Uh (laughs) (laughs) but those unpasteurized products can be dangerous. I have seen that before. Yeah, so these infections can result in really serious disease, including hemolytic uremic syndrome. And just for parents, that's actually a condition um, that's caused by E. coli, and it can cause vomiting and diarrhea, but it also can potentially damage the kidneys and make the kidneys stop working to the point where we've seen kids that are now on dialysis. On dialysis, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So unpasteurized fruit juice is unsafe. Right. Would you, be, would you feel safe to say that? Absolutely, right. And in fact, commercially prepared unpasteurized juice must contain a warning label, and it must say that the product may contain harmful bacteria. 
That's good. But I've seen some unpasteurized juice sold at apple orchards or roadside stands, farmer's market, or juice bars even, mm-hmm. you know, or parents making it themselves at home with like a Vitamix mm-hmm. or one of those things that aren't obviously aren't going to be labeled. Yeah. So the labeling isn't required for juice sold by the glass at these places. So parents just need to be careful about unpasteurized juice products. Absolutely. And it's discouraged. Right. So let's summarize what we know about fruit juice. And give some clear recommendations for parents. Okay. 100% fruit juice may seem like a healthy option. Especially when we compare it to juice drinks or soda. But in actuality, it has little to no nutritional benefit. And whole fruit is a much better option. Right, because it has the fiber and some of those other nutrients that are lost in processing of juice. Right. So what are the recommendations for fruit juice for children? The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that children under one year of age do not drink any fruit juice. None. None. Period. Zero. Okay. That's awfully (laughs) clear. And for older children? Fruit juice is okay for older children, but in limited amounts. And the limits? For children one to three years of age, only four ounces of juice per day. And if they want more juice? Then focus on offering whole fruit rather than juice. And for older children? Children four to six can have four to six ounces per day. It's easy, kind of easy to remember because it goes with their age. You know, your four-year-old can have four ounces. Your six-year-old can have six ounces. Uh-huh. And older children? Maximum of eight ounces of juice per day. And that's about a small glass, right? Yeah, it is a really small glass. And what about for overweight or obese children? Eliminate fruit juice from the diet. It can really do amazing things. And no putting a baby to bed with a bottle of juice. No, we do not want to increase the risk of tooth decay. And no fruit juice in sippy cups. Because that can result in less intake of other healthier foods. So stick with water in the sippy cup. Okay, and remember... Unpasteurized juice products can be dangerous. Okay, so I hope we've answered Emma's um, question that we would respect what the parents say when yeah, she's a I nanny. say good job for that mom, yeah. knowing that, because, you know, a lot of parents don't know these recommendations. Right, so great for that mom to talk to Emma about it, and I think yeah. we've all learned something about fruit juice. Definitely. And that reminds me of a joke. <laughs> what is it? So what are twins' favorite fruit? Hmm, I don't know. Pears. Oh, I get it. Like pears, like there's two of them. They're a pair. Uh, yeah, but you don't have to explain it, right? <laughs> it's clear, right? Yeah, sometimes. All right. So. So we thank dietitian Stacy Collins at UC Davis Children's Hospital for reviewing today's topic. Although Dr. Dean and I take full responsibility for any errors or misinformation. You can find more information at our website, blog.ucdmc.ucdavis.edu slash kids hyphen considered. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Kids Considered. If you have feedback on this show or topics you would like us to discuss in the future, we'd love to hear from you. Please call us 916-915-3388. Or email us at kidsconsidered at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we hope you will join us for our next podcast. Kids Considered is sponsored by UC Davis Children's Hospital. So, in the extra time, yes. do you drink juice? No, <laughs> do you? No, I don't. I don't. My, I mean, I'm a water, iced mm-hmm. tea, um, sparkling, those like sparkling waters. Uh-huh. Yeah, one thing, well, uh, let me backtrack. I do drink juice once per year. 
What is that? <laughs> so I get, we get t- together with a group of friends from okay. um, from the Portland area and from Seattle every year around New Year's. Mimosas? N- no, we do. We do. <laughs> our tradition is um, is Bloody Marys oh, on um, New juice. Year's Day morning. So that's tomato juice, okay. except. I don't want to drink alcohol in the morning because, yeah. like, it's like a day off, and I'll probably want to do something like maybe go running or Productive. exercise. Mm-hmm. And like, who wants alcohol in the morning for that? So <laughs> I'm in charge of making the Bloody Marys, and then oh. I make myself a Virgin Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yep, I would have to say I'm similar with the the fruit juice, uh-huh. uh, but I do think that my parents probably didn't follow these guidelines when uh-huh. I was younger. Yeah. Um, I don't remember drinking a whole lot of juice, and I've always kind of been drawn to water, so maybe they did a decent job, but mm-hmm. um, it is it is one of those things. We do not have juice in the house. Do you have a, a the appliance, the juicer? The, the juicer? Uh-huh. I don't, but oh, I do feel like I'm interested to hear what parents have to say about that, because I have heard some of these juicers keep the benefits of the, of pulp. the pulp and the skin. Right, I've heard that, and too. And so they may, in fact still give some of the benefits. It probably depends on the juicer itself. So some of right. them will filter that out and others And some won't. will not. And, you know, I sometimes, like, fell for the trend of, like, the big green juice, you know? Uh-huh. Like, all those women, like, going to exercise class, uh-huh. I would, you know, with the big green juice. I would would get those occasionally because they feel really healthy. Like, you feel like you're doing something good for yourself. Oh, like the kale juice yes. with a shot of alfalfa or yeah. something? <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. So, well, more more to come. We'll kind of look back in and we can see what the Vitamix or the some of those special blenders do mm-hmm. that leaves the beneficial stuff uh, in the juice, maybe. Yeah. I knew that we got a juicer at one point, and I'm yeah. not just, I just don't care for it that much but my wife loved to use it so for for a few years there she was using it and i just didn't understand it because i would see that the juice comes out one end and like the other end there's like getting all the good stuff it's like the other stuff i just like didn't understand it until i was like reviewing fruit juice and realized that's what that's doing right yeah it's that juicer was actually removing some of the beneficial products from the fruit itself versus the ones where you just like stick the whole carrot in you know yeah you put everything in (laughs) then that should still be in there yeah you would expect it to be so interesting um you know at least that juice boxes and some of the stuff we see over the counter not do Mm -hmm. not have those beneficial things no not at all so thank you and we we should actually also mention we live in the sacramento area Mm -hmm. And one of the touristy things to do for the locals is to go to Apple Hill. Oh, yeah. Have you been there? I have been there, yeah. Uh So that's kind of fun, isn't it? And you get the unpasteurized apple juice. (laughs) Right. So that's in the fall. We go up to the foothills, and there's these apple orchards, and they've got these amazing apple products, great-tasting apples, apple pies, and then they've got the unpasteurized apple juice. Yep, I have been guilty of drinking that before. Uh (laughs) I'm still here to tell the tale, but, um, you know. Uh careful especially with your children right